Welcome to Miss You Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama wrapping up cast. Yes. Uh, the thing that I mentioned um, in, in the past about this being like the final season of this show and how they um, didn't know... Like the, they they were told at some point this is the final season of your show you're go, you're going to get two more episodes to wrap things up, and I I was like oh, well I'm not wasn't super sure when that happened. Did you feel like it happened right before this episode? I mean I, yeah I was going to say that this feels like a season finale. It feels yeah. like this like like this would be perfectly reasonable that this would end the season. You'd have you know the break, then you'd come back next season, and they'd be like dealing with the repercussions, yeah. going on happened. some sort of mythical adventure. Yeah, so it's um, yes, yeah, so, like well, I mean, it's not necessarily that they learned it just beforehand. I think it's also perfectly fine that they just didn't change things. Yeah, because I think they're like, so. oh, we can, oh, I mean, it's fine. We we don't need to change the path. It's just we just. They they effectively get two more episodes, which means they essentially get a feature film to wrap up what they've set up what they set up here. Yeah, and I mean they probably would have wrapped up a lot of this stuff in the first couple episodes of the next season, anyways. Yeah, I, I do think they knew though because it does feel like they kind of sped run a couple of the storylines, um, especially over the last couple episodes. There were a couple that were like, "Hey, we're just we're." Got to get them together, hooker by crook, but, but, because that's how the I books feel, end. But I feel like that's that might potentially be more of this the end of the season, and we won't get to a certain place of the season. Because if yeah. they were to speed run things, I think we would have gotten a bit more of Izzy and uh, Izzy and Simon. So I feel like maybe that they sped run some things, maybe in the edit, maybe some things were left. In the, like like in the edits, or they read yeah, how the edits were done, uh, versus like they could film more, film less. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. I just um, I also don't know where they think they're getting to, because at this, as we know, at this point they've abandoned the source material. Yeah, but they're doing this weird thing where they're like kind of looping back to the end of the third book when Valentine was still alive, I, and they're doing a bunch of that kind of stuff. I I can see what I think the next two episodes thing probably is because i think they set up pretty aggressively like that side of things i think the most the most curious side is the per- thing that's the main story of this <laughs> season which is jonathan we we still don't really know what jonathan's thing is no we other than to sleep with his sister we do not know what he wants we do not know what his thing is uh, well, our thing is talking about this podcast. Right? No, our thing is talking about this series. We, our thing is also talking about this podcast, though. Sometimes. Uh, because this is Shadowhunters, Season 3, Episode 20, City of Glass. City of Glass. So we uh, we begin with uh, Jonathan, who has successfully captured the Sealy Queen, and this is really, for some reason, I thought there would just be more of this, but they do need to get things along, so we don't get a whole lot of Sealy Queen as Jonathan's prisoner. No, and part of that is because the Sealy Queen likes it. <laughs> she she does she she does flirt with him. I do think that's also just like a good defense mechanism if you're if if as like the sealy queen and once you've been subdued you're like well i still got my charm so 
Here we go. Fortunately, you captured me in my going out wear. <laughs> this is my seductive version of my body. Well, she was going out to a club. You don't want to go out in that as either the child or Sarah Highland. Well, she was going out to meet her wizard lover or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so um, she's kind of flirting at Jonathan, but Jonathan only has eyes for his sister. Um, and his who, sister is the bad cop. Yes. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's less of good cop, bad cop, and more of uh, bored cop, bad cop. It's true. <laughs> Jonathan's just like, hey, do it. She's like, no, do it. No. Clary slaps her. Yeah, the Cl- <laughs> Clary's like, we want the Morningstar sword. Slap. <laughs> like, okay. And the queen's like, you're not even a Morgenstern dum-dum. <laughs> I also like how they're arguing with her. Like, she's the one... <laughs> who is going to make the trade and not like the rest of the Seelies. I, I've got to be honest. I feel like the rest of the Seelies could have just been like, ugh, that queen had a good run. You want to get a new one? Right? That's the thing you can sometimes do with queen. <laughs> well, I, I assume so. I assume so. I don't know. I don't know how their thing works. I assume that because she's the, the queen and they have that whole like monarchy if up here system, they're like, nah, I guess we got to get her back. Yeah, because we don't appear to have a princess, so maybe that's the problem. Well, she hasn't set up a succession plan yet. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, she doesn't have an heir. She's both a child and an adult. I guess she her she's her own succession plan, and also has been around since Adam. Yeah, so, so you know, it's not really a success, succession plan there. And I mean, of course, the Seelies don't super care because they uh, they have their own realm to live in. Yeah, like they and, don't they don't really care what happens to Earth. And I don't think they're super worried about her. I think they know that she's going to be okay. Yeah. They would like to have her back, but... I mean, they, they do go through with that. Um, so this goes into um, what I think is truly an amazing uh, scene, <laughs> where there's some father and son time, where Modius, demon to... prince of hell, um, buy, buys Magnus a soft pretzel. And, and is like, Magnus refuses to take it for too long. And then, the, then Modius is like, hey, buddy, so I heard you broke up with your boyfriend. Uh, how are you feeling about that? And Magnus is like, stop! You're clearly manipulating me! You're the demon prince of hell! Dad, stop trying to manipulate me into your evil plans! (laughs) Son, are you winning that pretzel right there, buddy? (laughs) How's, uh, how's your house? How's that? I loved your apartment. No, I believe Dad, you know that that the (laughs) hybrids, the new high warlock of Brooklyn stole my apartment. Excuse me? Well, what's his pedigree? Dad! Who's his, who's his dad? Myself. Who's his dad? I'll fight his dad. <laughs> Whose dad does he have? Because I will fight his dad. And I'll get you your house back, son. And spoiler alert, he will. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, he says he blood fights his dad. So funny. <laughs> Being like, I am... But, <laughs> your dad works for me. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess that's how they're going to get... Uh, Magnus's apartment back from Lorenzo. There's a lot. The, There's a lot of nonsense. I just want to say this right now: Asmodeus is in this episode for just long enough to reverse all of Magnus's problems and then just get out. It's true. <laughs> like this is like the best visit he has ever had from his dad. It's true. There's there's definitely been so many times on Magnus's history where he has a very very close like, oh no, I'm about to become the uh, sub prince of hell with. <laughs> And rule it with my father. But this one, he got a lot of stuff out of this one. It's true. <laughs> Last time he got, I don't know, like a sweet vase. Then <laughs> oh, a, right. He did get a vase. A Camaro. I don't know. But but this time, all his problems are solved. All his problems are solved. But first, Milliorn wants to kill Jace. 
that's that, that's the trade for the queen. And Jason's I mean, like, I was undercover. Well, I mean, I, I mean that just used to be a thing he's doing in addition to why he's here. Yeah, I know. He's like, we're going to trade the sword. Um, also, I would like to kill you. But but I, it's very confusing when you think like he's like there for three different reasons at the same time, and mm-hmm. he just doesn't know which one to focus on because he's got to get the body of the um, Sealy spy back. Yep. Um, he's got to, I guess, let them know that they're trading the sword. That feels like that's part of his purpose there. It, yes, and the Shadow Hunter should know that. Yeah, that's... because technically it is the Shadow Hunter's sword. Yeah, and so that's like fair enough to them. And then also just to give some like to. to, to Kinda ask to give us Jace <laughs> to kind to kind of be like, hey, Jace injured <laughs> a lot of knights, n- knights, and you can tell that Jace is like, but I didn't kill them. I was undercover. I uh, yeah, but the people he was with did kill them. I mean, to be fair, they are like, I mean, we're Sealies. We understand undercover, so <laughs> fine. And Clary's enchanted. It feels like the sort of thing where it's like, yeah, you got to put up the token thing to yeah. be like, hey. So so the, the Shadow Hunters don't feel like they can do with an impunity. Exactly. But like, if there's any group that's going to understand you went undercover and maybe did some shady things, it's the Sealies. Well, and that's why they <laughs> said, like, they're a little bit mad that the spy got killed, but they can't be that mad. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, the spy was doing spy, spy stuff. Things. Like, they're, they're, they're like the weirdly cordial version of, like, the Cold War, where it's like, ah, you spy on us, we spy on you. And the Shadowhunters <laughs> are like, we don't usually spy on you. And we weren't actually <laughs> spying on you. Like, we were spying on Jonathan. Like, I think they had the, the, the advantage that because Jace's, like, infiltration happened at the same time as the Sealy's infiltration, they're like, ah, fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. It was another time I might raise more of a stink, but uh, okay, fine. So anyway, they're going to trade the sword. Yeah. And Jace is like, no, Millihorn, <laughs> the sword is so bad. It's so bad, dude. They're going to unleash demons. And he's like, ah, not really our problem. Uh, but hey, we can leave doors unlocked. He's <laughs> <laughs> just be like, look, if you want to be there when the trade happens. I don't care. That's on you. Just please. He doesn't say this, but. The Shadowhunters will be courteous enough to wait until the trade happens. Yeah. To do and, the... Uh... And they will let the Sealies just walk away. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I have a question, though. Yeah, sure. I can't remember if this is TV show or if this is book. Okay. Milliorn yeah. can lie uh, because he's only half Sealy. Yeah, no, that's not that's not canon in the, in the TV show. Okay. Um, they, they essentially... I mean, I think that um, woman was half Sealy in the books as well. Or the Shadowhunter... Oh, Sealy. Helen, yeah. Yeah, Helen. Um, they said she gave all that on on her. Meliorn, it's not mentioned. No, so, so that woman is in the books. Yeah, I know. Um, but no, Meliorn's thing in the books is he gets put on the, there's uh, a, Alec puts together an advisory council where yes. there's a representative from the Warlocks, all of the um, downworlder races. Yeah. So that they can like work together to solve their problems. Yeah, we, we, saw, we saw that for two episodes. Um, but Milliorn is the one who's on the council because he can lie. And the Sealy yeah. Queen uses Milliorn's ability to lie to cause destruction. Yeah, I was, I was saying that um, the, the, the uh, utilizing the concept or just the presenting the idea that that is a thing that can happen was done through Helen. Oh, okay. That's why you think, that might be why you remember that being brought, that 
that well, happening I, I, I in there. But maybe like in season one when Izzy was sleeping with no. Millie Orn and he was sneaking them into places, it may have come up. Then. No, it's it, it it never came up. He is he is as far as we know full blooded in this. Um, speaking of Meliorn as they and Izzy as they they walk out, Meliorn and Izzy look at share each other. a look that just just like this for the here's the thing. I'm going to throw a bit of fun shade that mostly because in about two minutes, you'll have a very, very similar shared look between Luke and Maris. <laughs> um, but, the show just wants us to remember. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to give them that. You, there's so many times where it's like, oh, these characters had a very, very important relationship. And then they just walk past each other and like nothing happened. So, you know what? I'll give you that. Speaking of Luke and also Simon, Luke yep. and Simon are there because they want to help with this problem. Yep. But they can't because Glorious exploded once and it might explode again. This <laughs> you, is a bad sword. Yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, it, it seems like it ha- like when it, it has one use that, oh God, but are they, u- we'll get to that when that, when the sword gets used yeah. in this episode, we'll get to that whole thing. Um, I think this is fair, mostly because it's just based on like, look, we legitimately do not know what happens when the, what happens when the sword gets stabbed. Maybe we probably don't need you two to as well. Be there, like we'll probably be fine, and they were probably fine. Uh, then, uh, of course, I said Maris is there, just I guess checking on her son. Yeah. So this episode, I think one of its sub themes might be, "Hey, you need parents." <laughs> Well, I would not. I would argue that's not the theme of Magnus's. Because Marys comes up to Alec and she's like, "You didn't tell me what, what happened with the ring." And he's like, "We're not getting married." And she's like, oh, "I screwed it up somehow." What? How? 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 I don't think you even talked to either of them. What are you talking about? She hasn't seen Magnus since Halloween. Maris, not everything's about you. She just remembers when she was it, racist. It, fe- <laughs> it does feel so, like, of a specific kind of mother where he's like, oh, yeah, I broke up with my year-long boyfriend <laughs> who I was going to marry. And she's like, this is my fault. It's like, what? <laughs> and then he says to her, no, mom, it's not your fault. I had to break up with him because that's what will make him whole again. And boy, is Maris going to remember this thing for oh, her sad sunset. Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of... Uh... There's a lot of beautiful mind things happening in Maris's there's, head. You know, there's a lot of stuff where it comes down to the fact that because sometimes these characters... Like, that's not Alec dropping a hint. No. That's just the way Alec has decided to talk in that moment. Yep. And it will definitely cue things. So, um, speaking of, I guess, his boyfriend... Um, Magnus. Magnus goes back into his old apartment, and mm. Lorenzo immediately taunts him, mostly about Alec. Well, he did. Well, technically, technically, he did just like this is a Lorenzo's apartment, yeah. and Magnus did just walk in. Well, I think when Magnus lived there, there was an open door policy because he was the high warlock. No, of Brooklyn. People knocked on that door all the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he he comes in, does some threatening of Lorenzo to be like, you know, give me my place back. Uh, and Lorenzo's, you know, very, he's like, ah, no. Lorenzo acts the way that Lorenzo has always acted yep. and will always act. Yep. Uh, Magnus does reveal he has his, has magic. Of course, Lorenzo's like, ah, you just another warlock. Because apparently just any warlock can do. Yeah. Uh, and his main thing will be like, I guess I'm going to have to give that warlock a talking to. <laughs> but no. Nope. 
It's Magnus's magic, given back to him by... I hear you've been bullying my son. His daddy's here. Give me... Tell me about your dad. I think your dad works for me. I can make things real bad at your dad's job if you don't be nice to my son. And Lorenzo's like, no, this is my apartment. I'm the high warlock of Brooklyn. <laughs> Hold on, I don't... I get what eat up and talk to the Spiral Labyrinth. Uh, my favorite thing is never seeing the Spiral Labyrinth, but always just being told of them being like the warlock. It's just a research library. Yeah, but they're they're treating it like it's the um, it's their it's the warlock's it, version of like Alicante yeah, or you know they're doing business. <laughs> so, so <laughs> but but knowing it's, it's a research library, would be like, oh man, y'all tell you this. MIT's gonna be pissed when I tell them. <laughs> I have a degree from Harvard, and Harvard's gonna be very mad when I tell the, them a man was the, bullying one of their graduates. The Harvard, the Harvard library's gonna be very upset <laughs> at you, man. So he's uh, like, you can leave my son alone. Asmodeus has no time for that. He's gonna do a magic, yeah, and Magnus is not gonna stop his magic. Yeah, he turns Lorenzo into a chameleon, and sure. Magnus loves it. Oh man, Magnus is. Perturbed, uh, uh does get like a nice barbing where it's like, "Well, you didn't stop me," and like I guess counterspell it. I guess uh, so. But now he's like, "Oh, I guess he's a quieter roommate." Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if he turns him back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Magnus can. <laughs> I, I think he Does Asmodeus have to do it? No, I think he probably can't. I mean, Asmodeus is powerful. Asmodeus' uh, entire thing is you didn't, like, you haven't done anything to prevent what I just did. Like, yeah. So I assume that means he does have the capability to do it. He just, it's a moral thing. Ooh, you know what? dark Magnus. Lorenzo sucks. I think he should stay a lizard for like a hundred years and learn some humility. Yeah, I know. I, I think a couple days of uh, of chameleon <laughs> from like uh, from like evil Magnus and Magnus being like, well, my dad's a jerk, but guess what? He's gone for now. Uh, so we do have to check in on just the 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 most beast of B plots. <laughs> so. Jordan Kyle is sitting on the beach looking at the serum and then Maya comes in and they talk about the serum. Yeah, I'm going to say this right now. I the, the reason this storyline upsets me so much is I feel like it's underserved. It actually yes. is a very well done and interesting storyline. But, but they do a, it in the most boring way possible. And like it's done as such an afterthought separation from everything else. And I think I figured out kind of the way to make it work without going into what's going to happen next in it. Mm -hmm. I think Simon needs to be involved in some way. Like he knows both of them. And, and he knows what it's like to not be a vampire. He knows what it's like to have, like he knows about being a daylighter. Like, and as much as it, it, much as like, you know, Maya has been around for a while. She's, She's, she's not a main all, character. I mean, she is. She The thing is, she is a main character, but they don't know what to do with her once she broke up with Simon, which, don't get me wrong, sucks, but she did come into the show through him. So we kind of, so kind of having him just, he doesn't, Simon doesn't need yeah. to be central to the storyline, don't get me wrong. But just some concept that Simon is aware what's going on in this situation. Well, especially because Simon will somehow appear in the storyline at the end. And we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but this uh, kind of directly leads into Luke uh, meeting up with his Praetor Lupus handlers who have 
heard about the like serum? The, the serum yeah how how Aaron I cannot stress enough they are the KGB yeah no I know but <laughs> they like, have they have eyes everywhere but then why do they I mean I know why they need Luke to be the one to go and get it because they're testing his loyalties I think they're testing his loyalties and he the the, the he has a connection to the people that 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 have the serum like they they're like oh you know them you can approach them as a secret spy friend and not a weird Praetor Lupus KGB operative. And this is also, it's weird that they've made the Praetor Lupus into the KGB, but I know why. It's because this show wants co- to be a, cr- it's, a, it's a cop, a cop show. show. yeah. That's what I think. The Praetor Lupus, I, I think you said in the books, they're a bit more of just like the open like advocates for the... Yeah, they're just down- a supportive. <laughs> but in this one, from the beginning, they were like secret police. Everything in this show <laughs> is like too formalized. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, he's got that. It's kind of, um, uh, you know, he's perturbed about that because he's got to go essentially spy on his friends for the Russian secret police. And also Simon's there being like, hey, Luke, Luke, how are we going to sneak into the main plot? Hey, yeah. Luke. <laughs> yeah. Simon's like, so we're going to be there, right? And Luke's like, dude, I got other things I got to do. And Simon's like, how? But, it's Clary. But I'll I'll be there somehow. <laughs> yeah, that will I'll, be inexplicable. I I'm going to assume he just goes in through the same open door. I think he just follows them. Yeah, he just follows them. <laughs> his, his big plan is he'll just be a slightly behind them. Uh, all right. So we get um, Clary and Jonathan talking in a scene where the only way I can describe it is that Jonathan gets brother zoned. Yeah. So Jonathan spends this scene whining about his beef jerky face. He, he, he spends this scene essentially being like, hey, Clary... I'm worried that... You'll never think I'm no, handsome. No. Clary, I'm worried that the magic spell that bond us, bonded us together and and slowly corrupted your mind is the only reason that you like being around me. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's because it is. That's, it, How could you not think that's the reason? Like, it's, it's, it's very... It's... I, 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 it's very funny for the character. It 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 feels right for like what this is doing because yeah yeah he he is he is a whiny weirdo. He's like a whiny weirdo um, who who is like you know he 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 want he wants what he wants so bad, but he's like weirdly enough like but. The, He's like trying to pretend that it's not a magic spell that's cast over someone. It's like he he knows everything that happened, but he's pretending that, that that's not what happened, even though the person who's going to try to make him feel better about that is still under the spell. And the crux like, of this scene is that after all of his whining about his beef jerky face, which is not a problem, he's never going to have that face again because it costs this show too much to put it on him. And he obviously is powerful enough that he's just reverted to his original form. Well, I mean, he was he was uh, healed up from all the burns that yeah. Lilith gave him. Yeah, so he doesn't even have a beef jerky face anymore. He's got to be. He's, yeah, yeah. He's he's being he's being he's he's nice guying, and it's very it's it's very good in the sense yeah, it that is. it's like it's written, and he's a terrible person. Anyway, he does all of that whining, and then he tries to kiss kiss Clary, and she's like, <laughs> "You'll you always my brother. Be, you'll always be my brother." Yeah, Jonathan, didn't think I mean. about that part of your plot. That's what I mean by brother's own. He, I mean, once again, he both, like, he, 
he, he doesn't know he, how he, he i mean he knows he, i mean he knows that what's happening there is the twinning room he like he, he there's a part of him that knows that oh no sorry he, when i said he doesn't know i meant he doesn't know how relationships between yes, people work yes yes um <laughs> Uh, but I, I want to say that he he know like as a part of him that knows that the twinning rune is the reason for this. Yeah. But he doesn't want to believe that's the case because he is deluded, and yeah. I th- actually think that's very interesting. And despite how like <laughs> this scene would be le- less uncomfortable, here's like, I think the scene also would be less uncomfortable if we didn't have all that first season stuff with Jace and Clary. If this was yeah. like the first time that in this series we saw like oh. Jonathan is deeply messed up with the way that he relates to people. Like, the person who said he was his mother, I also think was very sexual to him. Like, he's had those bad relationships. But you wrap that in that the series has already done this? Yeah, see, that's the problem. They, <laughs> that's where... that's they, they make it too sexy. Like, I think we are supposed to ship them a little bit. I don't think we are. They they they've done a very good job of like, um, the thing called like anti fan service, where like they use some of the auspices of, um, what you, they would use for romance things, but then like twist it. Like we talking about the scene where um they're doing the dressing, but the way that they shoot it and the way the sound that they mm-hmm. use puts it apart from like any of the other sexy healing scenes we've seen in this show i think it is subtle but i do think that they're i don't know i i think they do a pretty good job of like trying the best they can to an audience that definitely some of them will but they don't need to do this storyline they already did this storyline but isn't this from the book no no Clary never runs away with jonathan no no but john no jonathan there there is one scene Out of set six books, yeah. I, okay, he's not in the first two. I think he shows up in the third one, maybe the second one. Yeah. There is one scene when he is undercover. He's mm. not Jonathan. He's undercover as Sebastian. Yeah. Where they go to investigate, um, I think it's the manor that Valentine lived on when he was pretending to be Michael Wayland. I think that's where they are. I could yeah. be wrong. And they, like, ride horses out there to check it out. And then he leans in and gets too close to her. Yeah. And Clary gets the ick and rides away. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That is all of it. I mean, the, the main problem they're running into is they, they they don't really know what to do with Jonathan. So yeah. they've given him that because yeah, they, they don't know what to do. Well, and it's because they've really, like, <laughs> messed up his storyline. And so they don't have, like, an anchor in the source material to build on. Yeah. So they so they built on that weirdness. Yeah. Um, so we we head over to Maris, who apparently has arrived to try to talk to Lorenzo to find Magnus. But hey, Magnus is there. And he does. He closes the door with his magic. And she goes, you have your magic back? Your, your hole. <laughs> and he's like, hold on a second. What, why are you talking about my hole? What, who's, who said anything about my hole? And then she's like, <laughs> no, no. No, Alec. <laughs> Magnus, I want you to think very very carefully yeah man exactly what i said <laughs> what happened what happened they it takes like a moment for them to just consider the timing yeah. of when magnus got his magic back and when alec now asmodeus did a decent enough job of just being like well yeah no i'm here because you were broken up with but but, but magnus but, knows his dad all it takes is bears be like okay so you're thinking the trigger went like that way what if what if the trigger went the other way and then Magnus like that makes sense okay like so, so 
Oh, she also she also does reveal that Alec was going to propose. Yeah. And that is sort of the thing for Megs where he's it, like, wait, how did he go from proposing to breaking up with me in like so fast. two days? Yeah. Like like th- that is, I think, the main thing that gets it is he's like, oh, okay, my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Well, because he remembers that he was, that the night that he was going to propose was rough for Magnus. Yes, Magnus got too drunk and was a, too sad Ma- about his Magnus magic. Magnus is a smart guy and it did take, La- and take Maris and him just doing that moment of talking and being like, oh yeah, yeah. And now it doesn't matter if there is a devil's deal or anything anyway because Alec never told Magnus. It's true. Mag- Magnus knows. Yep. Uh, the uh, we go back to Maya line. and Jordan Kyle, and yep. they do Maya and Jordan Kyle things. Now, this this one I do want to focus on a bit because this is where I was talking about like the this storyline is deeply underserved for what could be a very it has all of the the images of a very like dramatic and sad storyline, and it is because, because Jordan they, reveals that something that we were kind of suspecting for a couple of episodes. Yeah, he has cancer. He was I not mean, healed. <laughs> I mean, he's silver poisoning. They do it they do trade like cancer in the sense that oh, yeah. I mean, like very fast acting cancer because uh Maya I think later calls it late stage silver poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> so, cuz this is them talking about like, you know, what to do with the um the serum. Uh and he's like, "No, you should you you should take it and live a life because I'm I'm gonna die from my silver poisoning, um, and I'm like wait wait if Jordan won't if Jordan takes it he'd live so Maya then brings Maya this d- up later but <laughs> that Jordan tells her it won't work well he, he no, has he no way to know no, that he doesn't tell her it won't work yeah he, he says he shouldn't take it because it no, won't, he he'll still be dying he I I think what he says is he doesn't want to take no. it because he thinks Maya no he tells it happens off screen yeah because she relays it to luke i know he says that using the serum won't help him i've i thought the way that maya my person it, it, it's it, the word the wording yeah i guess the wording there would yeah. be very were because i i thought the wording she had was that he just would have rather had her take it and him die because then she gets to have it no yeah i thought that no, was he says the, it wouldn't work on him because he has the late stage silver poisoning yeah uh, you know a thing that he knows I mean, I mean, presumably this is a thing that happens a whole lot. No, no. The serum. He knows the serum won't matter. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what's going on with them. Uh, Magnus does take exactly what he heard from Maris and immediately confronts his dad. And because he takes his dad by surprise, he is able to bind him. Well, well, no. So here's the thing that I think is very, very important that Asmodeus says, I feel like. So Asmodeus says this whole thing where he's like. Uh, we have royal blood, our royal blood. You, you got to join me at the company, son. Yep. Uh, you look at all the people. Are stuff. You, they won't bully you anymore. Uh, real bad dad energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when he when he's doing this, he mentions like, hey, when you gave me your power, I was able to use that to overthrow Lilith. So, so it seems to me that when, I guess when Asmodeus made Magnus... He put a lot of magic into him. I think Magnus is just more powerful than other warlocks because Amodius really weakened himself. I guess just really betting on the Magnus train that eventually Magnus would, like, come back around. Because he specifically says, when I had your magic, I was able to take over Lilith. And I think right now he's mostly just riding on the fact that Lilith, like, won't try. Does that assume he's still that powerful? Well, I think she's still locked in her square. So I think... I think when Magnus has his magic, um, 
Asmodeus is weaker than Magnus. That's not possible. He's a prince of hell. Aaron, but the he but he put so much into Magnus. Like that's Sure. The, Aaron, what what this scene shows us? What this scene shows us is Asmodeus saying, "I need you in hell because when you were in Edom, um I had the power to overthrow Lilith, who was the queen of Edom." Like he needed Magnus there to do that because he was he legitimately was not strong enough to do it. Then in this scene, Magnus totally overpowers him. I think from what we see mm-hmm. in this scene, it seems to present that Asmodeus bet a little too hard on the Magnus train when he first like you know made a son and injected a bit too much magic into him. Well, he, he doesn't make a son. He has sex with a human woman. Yes, but but in this one they're portraying that that puts some of his magic into the kid. I can, and yes, you know what? I am not going to fight you on this. Um I because I can't like I can't watch this without knowing what I know and none of that like but no you know what my problem is I know I'm not saying your world building isn't accurate I'm just saying that I can't not have the things in my mind that are there and I can't separate what I know about the world in the books from the world on the show but they're different worlds I know but they are close enough and the basis of the world building okay is close enough and so far like things have synced with what I knew of it. I don't think this world has a deal with the devil thing. And we haven't been proven either way that they do have it. Okay. So for me, when I watched this scene, it seemed like Asmodeus was doing what he does, which is where he tries to use his words to convince his son that he needs him. Mm-hmm. And Magnus took him by surprise. And that's cool. Okay. I, I like a storyline where someone who isn't as powerful is able to use the element of surprise and use someone's hubris against them. So that's what I felt because of what I know. Okay, so it's not what you know. It's wh- how you wanted to read the scene. But which I, is a but perfectly the reason, fine... the reason I read the scene that way is because of what I know about... Like, in in the source material, there is no warlock who is as powerful as a prince from hell. Okay. And there are numerous books where they have to fight princes of hell. And it's always about found family and about the group coming together to overthrow someone who is that so wildly overpowered. Okay, yeah. I mean, that 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 is a perfectly fair, like, reading of the scene. So I can't watch the scene and think, oh, yeah, Magnus is definitely more powerful than Asmodeus. Okay. Um, so uh, so what this happens is he, uh, Magnus gets Asmodeus uh, all wrapped up and then very quickly introduces the concept that if you go through a portal unconscious... Um, you end up in limbo forever. forever. Um, I I put forever in brackets because he is Prince of Hell. <laughs> yeah, like, like, he just has to eventually. I, I just figure he's himself. a demon. I figure he's a demon. Yeah. Like like, and also nothing's ever forever. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sends him through a portal uh, unconscious, which I guess puts him in limbo. And as I said, Asmodeus was literally there long enough <laughs> to solve some problems and get out. <laughs> All right, so the uh, the trade between the Seely Queen and the Morning Star Blade is happens done. In, yep, it happens in that snowy forest that all of these things always happen in. Yep, yep. And then Jace busts on in, and he's like, "No, Clary, come with me." And she gives more of her. You're coming between me and my brother nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen this we all really before, care. but this goes into a fight. So we get Jace and Jonathan fighting. With Alex supporting them, which I think is an interesting choice, because then that leaves Izzy with Glorious and 
and Clary with the Morning Star. Clary with the Morning Star. I think if if Jonathan had had the Morning Star sword, then Izzy would have been fighting Jonathan. I'm more of an Alec supporting Jace and not the one who needs to do who needs to break the twinning rune. I I think Alec is supporting Jace because they don't want to add an extra element into the fight between Glorious and the Morning Star Sword, which like, would be his arrows. <laughs> Like I think they only want the two weapons together. I think Alex, because they know they know that Glorious is the only thing. I think Alec has proven he is a amazing archer. I think mostly just shoots he just shoots Clary's sword. I just think you support the one who is trying to do the thing you need to do first, which is yeah. They just don't want to add because, an unknown because when he because when he does the thing to uh, Jonathan, doesn't he shoot like a blinding arrow, like a Hawkeye style blinding yeah. arrow at him? Yeah, just do that to Clary. Also, they're okay with like incapacitating Jonathan because they're just going to kill him right after the rune's gone. They want Clary to be, like, in as good shape as possible. Yeah, but, I mean, no, you got to incapacitate her for a bit because you need to stab her. So, anyway, um, all all this fighting uh, happens. Uh, Eventually, Clary does get the upper hand over on Izzy, which is a cue for... For Simon to come on in and do the Xander thing from season three of Buffy. Yeah, we know that. He he tries to save the world with his words. No, admittedly, it does not work. It does not work. Clary's Clary's like, shut up. (laughs) I mean, now, now, Emily, what what she is sort of dealing with is because Jace um, actively betrayed her brother, the whole, like, rune thing was able to kind of separate him out of that because... Because it feels like the rune is trying to just keep all of her wants, like, com- like together. She's, she's trying to give her everything yeah. she wants. Simon is still technically a possibility I can have my best friend. Yeah. So it did pause her from killing Izzy immediately. But what really happens is that uh, Jason... Uh, and Alec, Alec take down bo- Jonathan. <laughs> they literally are, like, in, like, execution position just being like, this is taking a long time. Do we want to maybe go check on... <laughs> The others. Well, and then Jonathan <laughs> screams for Clary, yeah. which distracts Clary, which gives Jace the ability to, to stab her with Glorious. <laughs> to leap through the air and put the full from tip to hilt of this, like, five-foot blade through her shoulder. It is an impressive stab. And don't worry, guys. She's going to be fine because this is a magic sword. Yeah. Not only does it not does, – do they have to be like, oh, and a rat. It act, the sword does not injure her. No, at all. <laughs> but he stabs her through the wound. And this – Is unfortunate. Yes, because uh, they both, you know, get their, like, shocking and things happen. And then Jonathan gets, gets his wings. Gets his wings. And then he's stronger. Every, t- every time a – Every time a woman is stabbed, uh, a Jonathan gets his wings is, I guess, that terrible thing. Um, here's, here's, here's what bugs me. This makes so much sense. It actually does. I think this actually makes a whole lot of sense. I, I, I don't think the, the, the seeds for this were planted well enough. Like, we were absolutely questioning why Jonathan wasn't being affected by Clary mm-hmm. and the way Clary's being affected by Jonathan. And the truth is, he was. <laughs> you know what's unfortunate? What this show is now positing, and I don't think they've done it on purpose, yeah. but the theory they've put forward is that demon blood is significantly stronger than angel blood. No. Because Jonathan is significantly stronger than both Jace and Clary. No, what they're positing 
is that Jonathan is way more evil than we thought he was. So when they when the two of them came to an equilibrium, like two ends of a line, yeah, yeah. Jonathan was way more evil. So when they came to an equilibrium, it was still on the side of evil. Like yeah, like that. Like my, my thing is that like we were questioning that, but it didn't feel like it didn't feel like the series wanted us to question that. Like it didn't feel like a mystery we were trying to solve as to why that was happening. Um, uh, <laughs> but if both Jace and Clary were injected with angel blood in utero. Was Clary injected with angel blood yep. in utero? Okay. That's why Jocelyn ran away because she found out that um, jo- that Jonathan Valentine was doing right. That, right. That's why her. she has the ability to create runes and he has the ability to activate them without um, yeah. a stele. But Jonathan gets to be like super, super, super I'm, power and have wings? I mean, it's worth mentioning. So the reason that I think this is a whole thing that's happening is because Jonathan is a shadow hunter who already has angel blood. And demon blood. Like, they keep calling Shadowhunters Nephilim. Yeah. But he is a Nephilim. He is demon blood and angel blood mixed. And I think it's fine to be like, yeah, because, like, little legitimately, Valentine's experiment there pretty much proved what, what would happen. Demon blood and angel blood mixed together to create superpower Jonathan. Now I'm trying to remember if Shadowhunters actually have angel blood or if they just have the blessing of Raziel. I mean, they that seems to be the way that they treat them is that they have like angel. I know. I, I, they, essentially, like that's that's why what Jonathan and Clary are supercharged. They have more pure angel blood, not diluted angel blood over like, you know. Yeah, but how did eons. how did Jonathan Shadowhunter get angel blood? I assume an angel bled in him. <laughs> or, an, or an angel just did magic and put angel. I don't think they have blood angel blood. blood. So with Jonathan getting his uh, his wings, he Alec. How how does Alec bring up? How does Alec bring, <laughs> how does Alec bring up? He's he's like ah oh, like Alicante like something he's he somehow in some way mentions Idris or Alicante in this moment, and then Jonathan's like ah that's a good idea. I guess I'll go kill them. Because I just the only reason I want to say that is because it feels like everything that's about to happen in this episode is not part of Jonathan's plan. Oh, right? it's it's not a part. It of feels Jonathan's like temper tantrum plan. he's having, it's and it's impossible. Yeah. Because again, not to like go back to source material, but this is what happens in the third book <laughs> when you know Valentine is still alive yeah. and Jonathan is uh, under cover as Sebastian and they work together for like literal months to figure out how to take down the demon towers which Jonathan will do later yeah with 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 his super powered super wings I guess I I think Jonathan or I think um Alec is like reading Jonathan his rights yeah like before he's going to um kill him yeah execute execute is the word I mean yeah I I, I think he's doing shadow hunter rights he is yeah yeah, like last but then, rights. But then his his wings come out, which knock um Al- Alec back, over. Alec over, and then does then then just out of kind of nowhere, Jonathan does a snippy like, "No, see what Alicante could think about." Yeah, that. I, I think I could be wrong. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird that I'm thinking about this because it because it does clarify what happens or feed into what happens next, but it doesn't. <laughs> it I don't understand how I, it it did what. As you said, it happens in the book. They have to figure out a way to get there, but, and so they but just. But they don't. They're all. They're already doing like sixth book stuff. Just do the sixth book. <laughs> no, thing. no, no. They got to circle back around because they might get more. So yeah, he flies off, and then 
boy, Gloria's had a big wind-up to when it needed to just full-on explode. Gloria's is a bad sword. Yeah, like, I guess maybe uh, it absorbed the power of the twinning rune, which caused it to blow up. All of the angelic things that the shadow hunters have suck. They're all bad and limited. Yeah. Um, this sword stabbed one per one girl one time and then exploded. I uh, and it also stabbed one Lucifer one time and then exploded. I'm going to bring think. this all back. Well, no, I'm going to bring this all back to I think what the main problem this is, and that is that weird twinning rune. They just made a MacGuffin, and they're just like it does whatever we need it to do. Also, okay. Twin, so I, I know in the book the twinning rune is something that Clary makes that just this like friend. It, no, it, I there's was, no twinning rune in the books. What's the thing that bonds them together? You kept on mentioning that. No, she she creates a rune that shadow hunters and downworlders use in book three in the war yeah. against Valentine. So they're able to, it's like the um, Parabatai rune. Oh, it's, what, but you brought it up before. In what context was that brought up? Um. So it, was, it, was, it wasn't the, the, the head thing because that's what she did. Well, no, the head thing she put on Simon. Yeah. But she creates a rune. In book three, that pairs shadow hunters with downworlders. So, like, Alec is paired with Magnus. Yeah. And Simon I, I, isn't allowed to it, be a part of it. It probably brought up, got brought up at some point. Uh, well, and I did talk about how Jace, um, Jace is the one who, so the owl thing doesn't happen. Yeah. But Jace is the one who falls under the control of Jonathan. And then Jace and Jonathan are paired. Yeah. And you can't hurt Jonathan without hurting Jace. So it, so and they is, use Glorious to separate them, to kill Jonathan without killing Jace. Oh, so this is kind of it's like kind that. But then, of but then that. they also use the twinning rune for a bunch of weird yeah, like other, other MacGuffin stuff. stuff, and like Jonathan's busy out there, um, trying to make his own mortal cup that he can use to make dark shadow hunters. Okay, cool. Yeah, despite the <laughs> so... fact, so despite the fact that Glorious explodes with a million shrapnel pieces, the only one that get hits is Izzy in a very concentrated area. I also don't because, understand because specifically she was protecting Simon. Like she jumped in front of Simon. Yeah, even though uh, both Jace and uh, Clary just leapt generically off to the side. Yeah. Um, Izzy takes a very focused shot. It's it, the here's what I'm going to give them. I think they were right, and I think Glorious was coming for Simon. I think so. Like that focus of the shrapnel in like her side tells me that that Glorious was like, I'm going to kill that guy before I go. Now I know this is not the point of the show <laughs> yeah. at all, yeah. but. If I were them, I would be collecting up all of those shrapnel pieces so I can make more serum. Because the serum is a good thing to have for people who want it. I did say earlier that, that, that hopefully when it explodes again, they can find the pieces. Because um, the other one exploded at the beginning of time, so it makes sense. Yeah. It's hard to find. I'm going to hope that they just went around and just like... At least they have the stuff that's in... Izzy's in, back. In Izzy's back. <laughs> she just leaves it in the apartment. Um, all right, so... Uh, back to Maya's storyline. Yeah. Luke, uh, Luke... And he knows about the serum. They sort of talk about it. But this is where we get that whole thing where Jordan says it won't work. Jordan refuses to take it. Yeah, you know we don't for what we don't remember why, <laughs> and maybe the line was poorly written. The only, well, the reason why for me, I I thought like if he was refusing to take it just because he was like, no, I would rather you be a werewolf than me be alive because that feels like a thing a person in this show would do. Yep. Um, after this, Maya's like, no, I don't think I will take it. I'll. I'm not going to take it because I'm going to be the alpha. And then Luke's like, oh, give it to me and I'll get rid of it. No one and no one's going to know have this power. I'm like, you know, maybe at this point you can force feed it to Jordan. Yeah, Maya already declined <laughs> it. And here's the thing. Look, we've discussed so much that this serum is 
a lot. Like, there's a lot going on with the fact that this serum exists and what mm-hmm. it means and the fact there's so little of it. So let's get rid of it. Uh, just force feed it to Jar yeah. Jordan. You gotta save a life. Amazing. That's like, what else are you gonna do with it? That's like, that's like I, I mean, I know he's he, he's like just a guy, but like, hey. That feels like a a heartwarming use of it. Well, and you know it's going to go to, like, some monster who has a lot of power in the world. Yeah, some crater lupus, like, werewolf Stalin is going to get it. Okay, (sighs) so one thing we didn't talk about earlier because it wasn't really important. It's still not important. Oh, yeah, during the the brother zoning scene. Clary learned how to drive the apartment. Yeah, so she... So she drives it to Alicante. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a secret demon of the secret demon apartment can just sneak into Alicante or maybe. Oh, that's right. It is. No, it's Valentine's. Uh, oh, well, uh, mm? isn't it? I thought Lilith's. No. Yes. Lilith had it first. Oh, it's Valentine's we, in the book. <laughs> <laughs> no. In, in this, Lilith is the one who has it and she gives it to Jonathan. Jonathan. Well, that's unfortunate. I okay, Well, when she first said, I thought just her, her powers would move the apartment, but it does seem like the apartment is magical. Just sliding over that, I guess. Anyway, um, Clary and Jace have a dumb scene where she's like, I was completely in control of myself the entire time. Yeah, so she, I was totally in my right mind. Okay, so she approaches Jace. And I'm like, ah, yes. Two people who can bond over a shared trauma. Nope. You know, him with the owl, her with the twing. And the first thing Clary says when, owls, when Jace is like, I understand what you went through. He's like, no, you didn't. Because <laughs> I was in complete control of my actions. And I'm like, Clary, I would not tell anyone that and clary i and, don't think you were well, and also you weren't like just so, because she was conscious doesn't mean she was in control so so um now i, I just want to give this this out because we know we do criticize she, she these shows a lot yeah. i do think she's supposed to be a bit like yeah she's someone who's self um it's when you're when you're when you deal with these situations at the end you can't expect everyone to be instantly logical she's dealing with a bunch yeah. of trauma right now and, and clary's always taken Far too much on herself. Yeah. And it always comes down to how the show treats it. And I don't think this show is treating it as like, yes, she's right. Um, Jace doesn't push back, but I think that's because in this situation, you also don't want to try to inject logic into someone's. But I want to mention this because uh, it is very interesting and in how similar the things actually are. I want to say how Clary's wrong, essentially. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, the owl was demon magic that controlled Jace's actions. Mm-hmm. The twinning rune was the shadow hunter magic that controlled her motivations. And it is, like, the functional difference between a magic that, like, makes someone lift their hand and stab someone and magic that, like, tricks someone into thinking somebody's their greatest enemy and then they stab them. I also feel like some of Clary's actions were being controlled, though, because some of the sexy choices she made were things that she would never make on her own. Oh, man. And definitely Jonathan was making her do things in sexy I, ways. That's why I do love the the reveal when, he, when he's like, oh, I guess Clary was holding me back, where I'm like, oh, my God, he is... Like, if they had set that up, they like, oh, my God, the, the, the horrible reveal. Jonathan was way worse. Like, this was good Jonathan. Yeah. We had been getting... The reason why Jonathan wasn't getting better is because this was good Jonathan. (laughs) Now we have bad Jonathan, who is somehow whinier. Well, and like, we knew Jonathan for a long time with no twinning ruin. Was he worse before? I don't remember. I mean... He did keep Sebastian in his closet for a long time. He did keep him at, like... we, we, We didn't spend a lot of super personal time, and I almost would argue... That when we saw Jonathan as, like, this full-face Jonathan versus Sebastian Jonathan, I do think full-face Jonathan might be slightly, like, morally, with a lot of things he did, slightly better versus Sebastian Jonathan. 
like we it's hard because we didn't see much Sebastian well, Jonathan and there's a also, lot of yeah Jonathan Jonathan yeah. and they're also different actors who have different skills um so anyway so I think that's very uh very funny and it's just it's just very funny how she says like it's different and then she says I'm pretty sure the exact same line that Jay says which is if I was stronger I would have overcome it and Jen, the, the look on Jay's face is just like Yep, no, that's, yeah, it sounds like we actually did go through the same thing. We'll talk about this later, though. Uh, and then there's a short scene where Simon sexy removes shrapnel from Izzy's back. You gotta have the sexy, the, the sexual healing scene. Um, <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> it's, at the beginning, I give it sexy-ish, because despite the fact that Izzy is, like, you know, uh, shirtless and that thing, I I do want to add a bit of, I mean, maybe you can... Uh, Put in a bit as as a woman. I can only put in as someone who is like attracted to someone <laughs> like Izzy. Um, they they could have done this way more like sexy, but she is kind of like hunched over trying to like like she just doesn't have a shirt on, but they're not shooting it in a way where it's like uh, pan up. No, I mean the, the shooting isn't sexy. It's like the, the energy, sensual closeness between the two of them which i that is sexy about which it i personally almost appreciate more yeah like we kind of talked about how their stuff feels very crammed in and it still does but like this scene doesn't feel despite being like something we've seen before it doesn't feel gross it just well you know simon's getting over his nice guy problem yeah. uh he, unfortunately he can't enter the city because of his demon blood um so he's gonna get portaled back he is in the city, like, just gonna this, point this out. Show he's in the city. Yeah, but I, I think at this point, well, no, the 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 cl- very clearly the apartment is a pocket dimension. Yeah, because it's bigger in the in than some space. I bet they're in a broom closet. Well, and so <laughs> what this brings me to, yeah. is again they're trying to circle back to like kind of find something that's on track, but like. Downworlders are allowed in Alicante. That's the whole reason that Clary creates the ruin that pairs them up. <laughs> yeah. So that they can all work together to fight yeah. these demons slash uh, Valentine slash Jonathan. This show's so bad at the magical stuff. Oh, and also, also they use warlocks yeah. as taxis. <laughs> I I I'm going so well, and also Magnus is going to show up yeah. in Alicante. So well, I mean that's after the demon walls will, demon towers will fallen down. Um, the uh, the, um, the only the my this isn't this isn't great because I do think it is unfortunately very. I do think it's not well thought through, honestly. Uh, but this does imply the idea that they have like a stamp they can give to warlocks. Be like, you're one of the ones who can come into the city. I don't know. It's so dumb. Or, I mean, knowing this show, there's, like, uh, I don't know, some super tech tag they can put on them because they don't know how magic works. Wait, and we've we've established that Seelies are humans with angel blood? No, they're demon. They're demon-blooded as well. So, question for you later. Yeah. But first, (laughs) Jordan Kyle has died on the beach. Yep. um, This... This this is what makes because this honestly is very very sad. Like Maya yeah. returning, being like Jordan, I got the you know I got us some food. We you know what we should do? We should like go on a trip. We should go somewhere. We should fly somewhere. And Jordan's like just sitting there, and he's just already he's already dead. It is it has all of the it has all of the around shape of mm-hmm. a very very sad scene, and it would have been so strong if it didn't feel like an afterthought. It, to, like, the rest of the series. It's such an afterthought, though, because Jordan and Maya are in a story, like, they're doing things mm-hmm. that aren't in the source material. They're 
tenuously connected to the main storyline with a storyline that's not in the source material. Well, like and, well, it just feels like there's no connective tissue. Well, and the story and the main storyline is so aggressively separate from the rest. That's why mm-hmm. that's why I think having Simon just appear in it and be around and maybe know that Jordan is sick and like decides to leave to go help Clary at least puts a thread and not does it doesn't feel like we're going to a different show for a little while because because even having Luke show well, up didn't do anything well, so here's here's sort of the the issue that I see Maya is our main character and this needed to land on her so much more because like well I like Jordan he he he, he wasn't strong enough of a pull for me to be like Oh, I need to see where this guy goes. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued about him as a person because you know he's a character in a show and he's got this whole werewolf thing going on. Um, all I can think of is she, and this is going back to me thinking that what she said was that he um, instead of them being like, oh, he said it wouldn't work, just to kind of be like, don't worry about how this serum is a cure all. I think she should have come back with the serum and been like, I'm just going to make Jordan take it. Yeah. And then he's already dead. So there was action in the storyline, so action in and it, not and it just felt two like, sad people on a beach. It felt like Maya was like, "I have made a choice." And then later, because I'm just let's go right to it, because eventually yeah. they just do like a the burning, like they do a burning of him, because that's how you got to do every magical thing. In I this. guess so. Um, and Simon is so that's the part where <laughs> I was like, Simon there. is there. Yeah, he's there. Then, but, but Maya has this bit of like, now I'm the alpha and I have to be cold. That thing, if she had tried one last made the choice to this person who I felt anger to but now I've decided that I am going to like you know I'm going to force him to take this serum I'm going to save his life Mm -hmm. and then she was just too late because she was indecisive yeah and then Then being like now I have to be decisive now I can't can't be indecisive I was indecisive and that caused like Jordan to die I could have saved him he said this one where she's like no the the producers were already doing the bucket like we'll do your bucket list thing we'll we'll fly, but you're going to die but we'll fly around the world until then I think that would have been a much and then maybe this this storyline would have felt like ah something is happening it feels like less of an afterthought but I think they were just doing a thing where they were like well Jordan dies in the books so I guess we got to get there somehow yeah would you like to know how he dies in the books uh silver poisoning no Jonathan blown up. Jonathan decides to take out all of the Praetor Lupus, uh. and um, Maya had just, like, dropped him off so he could figure out what his next assignment was going to be. Yeah. And Jonathan and his uh, Dark Shadow Hunters targeted and took out, like, almost all of the Praetor Lupus. Oh. And they were also targeting a bunch of different institutes across the world and killing a bunch of Shadow Hunters and making Dark Shadow Hunters a way scarier storyline than anything well, that's happening in this. Fortunately, this Jonathan um, shuts down the Demon Towers somehow. <laughs> um, and then cuts open a hole to eat him to attack Alicante. And I'm just like, well, this wasn't your plan. Like, this yep. th- this entire season, we've been like, what? Why does he want it? Like, like what is... not? We understand what it can do. It can open yeah. up a portal. But what is he going to do with that once he gets it? And I don't believe this is it. I just don't. Because 
it didn't feel like he was mad at the general concept of Shadowhunters. You know what I think his plan was? He and Clary were, yeah, he was. He and Clary were going to ride around the world in their apartment and wave the sword at people, being like, "Don't come near I'm us." I'm going to get a cool sword and kiss my sister and ride around in my cool apartment. He is. I mean, when he was that edgy teen in the back, in like that flashback, <laughs> it kind of made sense for him to be there. Um, so we have a brief interlude where this is 100% nod to the book writers. They're like, yeah. "Hey, look." Helen and Aline were making out. Well, it was, it was a nod to the book when Helen introduced herself by first and last <laughs> name at the end of her storyline. Um. So my question from earlier, yeah. how is Helen serving in Elecante if Simon can't be there with his demon blood? Well, because she has... She's half Seely. But she has but she shot, shot 100 blood, and that's the same reason that... um. Uh, uh, Jonathan Geddon, that apparently Shadowhunter blood just overwrites all the other stuff in their whole defense system. These wards are complicated, and I don't know if they're good. Well, I mean, no, the problem, the problem is they're not complicated. They're very simple. The ward says, does this have Shadowhunter? You're good. Not not any, once again, the Shadowhunters do not believe any Shadowhunter can do anything bad ever. Th- this is true. <laughs> so, so all it looks for is Shadowhunter yes or no. But like, I uh, just... So, um, yeah, the uh, the wards are down. Uh, or maybe the wards went down. How about this, Aaron? The wards went down. Helena sprinted in now, she straight was, she, into she her mouth. She was there before then. No, no, no. Sprinted in straight to her mouth. She, she was there with Gia and Aline. One of those things happened. Um, <laughs> I hope she was just there with Aline. No, we have to be clear. I hope she was just there with Aline. Th- this is very teen drama where, for inexplicable reasons, the kids are the ones making because they haven't hired any adults, and all of the Shadowhunter adults we know are evil or not Shadowhunters no. anymore. The kids are making the defense plans. No, it's better than that. They keep on talking about adults off screen who are making the plans. They're being like, Gia said to do this. Good, let her know about this information. The guard is doing this. Like, they're talking We're, we're going to do this, but then meet back here and come up with a new plan. They're constantly just like the adults just off screen. Like, they're the adults from Peanuts going wah, wah, wah. <laughs> organizing this defense, but we can only see the teens doing it. So yeah, the um, I mean, to be fair, there are like in their twenties or nineteen or something. And I guess Alec is in charge of an institute. So yeah, so they uh, they head out. Uh, Magnus does arrive dramatically to help, uh, which is great. Um, then Clary and Jace come upon Jonathan, and then Clary tries to do the Xander from season six of Buffy thing. Well, I mean, at this point, I would argue this is the Jonathan talking to Clary thing, where Jonathan's like, "But Clary, you love me," and Clary's now Clary's looking at Jonathan, going. Hey, Jonathan, you love me. You don't want to do this. But a fortune super evil Jonathan is also super whiny and having a temper tantrum. He literally says the line, you wanted a monster? Well, here I am. Because yeah. <laughs> they turned over she's like, you love me? You love me? He's like, yes, but you'll never have me back. And then disintegrates the sword. So I'm like. So what's your evil plan now, Jonathan? Once again, this is does. This doesn't feel like he had a temper tantrum because his sister girlfriend doesn't love him back. He's entirely portrayed as like having a big, deep plan. And like, it'd be funny if everyone thought he had a plan, but he was just an impetuous child. And they're like, oh, no, he's an idiot. That's harder to deal with. So he flies away on yeah. his black angel wings, and Sorry. Jace has a brief crisis of consciousness. But well, well uh, just they're just all of them are dealing with 
death, essentially, because there's a hole in the sky to hell. But luckily, Alec and Magnus are making up, and I don't care that this is a diversion from the main storyline, because I love Magnus and Alec with my whole heart. Yeah, I mean, no, you, you gotta get this done, because <laughs> I do like in the middle of, it, of like an assault, Alec goes, uh, Magnus, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, we're, we can't we can't be together. Uh, no, I, I, I hate you. I, I hate you. And Magnus like, no, 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 I figured it out. Well, and you can tell that Alec is like, don't bring in another demon. The, the, the speed that Magnus goes, the, the habits Magnus goes from, no, no, I figured it out, to Alec kissing him is like negative one second. Right? Like, all it took was for Magnus to be like, no, I, and then he would have been <laughs> And in. then Alec is just there. And then, of course, of course, because it's uh, it's Magnus. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we should clarify what they're doing. Magnus reveals, because, you know, there's a big hole in the sky, can't be closed because the sword is gone. And every time they kill the demon... It just goes back into the other side of the hole yeah. and flies out again. Luckily, this hole is to Edom, the place they know. Yes, uh, because when Magnus was talking with, with Asmodeus the entire time, once again, Asmodeus hopping in, solving <laughs> problems and getting sent to limbo, um, has it implied that Magnus could increase his power because he is a royal blood of Edom mm-hmm. by just like being drawing. Being Edom. Yeah, being in Edom, drawing on Edom energy and then like shutting it from there. Uh, before he goes, of course, Magnus has to be Magnus. And he's like, no, no, you don't propose to me, Alec. I propose to you. But I will magically make two rings. So if yeah. you want to do it back, that's cool, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they kind of uh, propose to each other. Um, and then, so it's very sad. But all, all I can think of is like, man, it's it honestly feels really easy to get out of Edom. Well, that's what Alex says when Magnus is like, I gotta go. Alex is like, well, it's only Edom. You always come back. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's very it's very dramatic. And, and they, I don't I don't think they needed to spend multiple time to explain why. Like, like, you could argue him accepting power means that he's, like, tying himself to the throne of but Edom. But he's definitely not. But we know how this show works. Well, it's also, that's not something we've ever been set up before. Yeah. That, like... Him choosing to become like if his father was like, once you make this choice, you can never go back. You will forever bind yourself to. Well, and blah, I don't. Blah, blah. I don't think Edom is even actually his dad's realm. I think Asmodeus just like took it over. I mean, the problem. It that, seems like the realms are pretty malleable. I mean, I mean, from what I can tell, there's no other realm. It's just Edom. Like they. Oh, there's a lot. I well, know, I know. Is there lots? I, well, I know, but in this show, they only ever talk about. Edom. They that's don't because about, that's where Magnus's dad is. Well, and, and, and Lilith. Lilith. And they couldn't pick, but they couldn't pick one greater demon to just mention another area of hell. It just feels like Edom is hell. And I, like I feel like that's where it's limited because greater, you know, princes of hell are so powerful that you shouldn't come across them very often. And the fact that they've come across two, yeah. if you want to count Lilith, is like pretty wild. And, and like, it feels like if the idea is that shouldn't it be that Lilith was the queen of Edom as long as it was queen of a different, of a king of a different one, but he took over, like he conquered Edom. Yes. Yeah. That is from what I understand what he did, but I don't think Lilith is actually from Edom either. I think it was, oh, you know what? I mean, but, but no. But remember Lorenzo's dad, Bilal? Yeah. I think that's actually like a little... Easter egg reference because I think um, Asmodeus stole Edom from Bilal, if yeah. I remember correctly, from the Shadowhunters books lore. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, it's the sort of thing where it's like, yeah, I mean, the king of England, like, from England, when you just conquer a place, like, yeah, from yeah. is a big thing. But if demons have all this, like, power for, like, their realms, like, why, like, they fight over realms because it seems like give it's them fun. more it's power. Easy. 
Uh, so yeah, Magnus flies off to Edom to draw the power that he needs. And he closes, closes that hole in the ceiling. Um, the sky. And this moment where you have like Alec on the ground and looking up at the um, the clouds, the rift that has closed, um, makes me think that they that they learned about the cancellation while they were this. At the very least, this season was written when they learned about the cancellation, mm-hmm. and I think they. S- because this feels like this is a season. This, this is, is a season finale. Yeah, I can imagine seeing this and coming back next. Because you season, come back next year, it'd be three months later, and people be like, "Oh man, we still haven't heard from Magnus. Will he come?" Alec is being so hard and making difficult choices while he runs the institute. <laughs> Alec is so hard. <laughs> you just feel like Alec is. You just feel like Alec is harder than he was usually. Jace, you you gotta stop. <laughs> No, I'm going to do a sexy no, sparring Alex match with No, hard. Him. It's just Alec is so hard right now. And I don't know what to do. And Clary's like, uh, Jace learned slang. He's not good at it. It's just so hard. All right, Yes, the other episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic's dad just came and uh, really helped him out for like 36 hours? <laughs> and then got sent to limbo. And then got sent to limbo. Forever. Forever in the way that anything on Shadowhunters is forever. Yeah. I did. Um, this is like one little line during the glorious slash Morgenstern sword fight. <laughs> yeah. Where Izzy and Clary are fighting. Before you say it, I want to tell you, I'm not going to know what this line is. I zoned out so hard through those fight scenes. <laughs> so they're doing the fight and Izzy's like, oh, you've gotten better. And Clary says, and I quote, I've been a better fighter for a while. You just haven't paid attention. And I was like, what scripts did the writers of that line read? <laughs> There's no like. Well, it's it just it just adds more to the fact that the twinning rune also like aside from all like the weird motivation stuff, it just sometimes makes her snippy. <laughs> like at, at no point has no Aaron. It's perfect. Jonathan constantly just like ignores the reality and says what he wants. That is actually pure Jonathan. Like at no point has there ever been like an indication on the show that Izzy judged Clary for her fighting skills or Or or, or, or is Izzy has didn't like compliment Clary. Izzy's always like Clary, you're doing so good. Yeah. Clary so I, is Izzy's best friend. Izzy I, is not Clary's best so friend. So I love that this just feeds it so so much the fact of like like that means every personality trait that Clary was getting is just a thousand times stronger in Jonathan than we ever imagined. He's so much more snippy and weirdly and delusional. Jonathan is super upset that people don't respect his authority. Despite the fact that they're constantly like, he's very dangerous. <laughs> Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Yeah, the um, the demon towers have anti-aircraft guns inside the towers. Um, the demon towers, <laughs> oh, the, you the know, cannons. the magic, anti-aircraft guns anti-aircraft guns that you would find on a battleship. But the dialogue called them cannons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the well, fantasy dialogue. Yeah, because because they couldn't say, hey, we have like M40 aircraft guns. The, the towers are glowing obelisks of blue magical energy. And then the writers of this show, because... If you tell me this is in the book, no, I will just, I will burn down everyone's houses. The, the the writers were like, well, how do these magic towers send out, I don't know, 
do things to damage demons. Oh, I guess they use full metal shells <laughs> that I guess are remotely controlled. They, they it does say it'll take them a couple minutes to get the cannons running. Oh yeah, I assume because they have to load them up with. <laughs> they 50, have to open the computers. Well, yeah, they have to they have to start the laptops and load them up with fifty cal rounds to drop. What do? <laughs> You know Why? What? <laughs> it feel, do you know what this feels like? This feels like. This feels like the the, the creators of the show or the the directors of the show. They're like, "Hey, we gotta finish these effects. What do you have?" And they're like, "Well, I worked on Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pull some plates from just that. Superimpose it on top. <laughs> and I'll superimpose some of those those shots." And then later, somehow the demons blow them up. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, the demons are... It's like they use their mouths to just tear one down. Yeah, but like it blows up like it was shot with a shell. So if you have anti-aircraft guns, let us know. Hey, if you have anti-aircraft guns, don't talk to me. (laughs) Like personally, if you personally own an anti-aircraft gun, I don't really think I want to hear from you. I mean, I kind of want to know how. I think I'm not going to question that. So it's at Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And uh, there are two episodes of Shadowhunters left, so we are your only Shadowhunters TV show podcast. A feature film. <laughs> to let us know. Uh, um, give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. You can check out my books. They're available at kevinweirdbooks.com. And I'm over at flimsyplan.com. And... If you'd like to uh, see our faces, then why would you? Uh, the show that we uh, that we did over the summer, Riverona, we are continuing. We are continuing it. We're going to be doing the full production in Calgary, uh, summer June-ish. We're thinking June-ish is the current is the current plan. We don't want to do an official announcement yet, uh, but to sort of promote promote that on the way, we are doing. Live streams every other Tuesday on the Full Circle Theater YouTube channel. Uh, you probably the best way to find the link is probably through a flimsy plan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or you can follow Full Circle Theater on Instagram. Yep. Just look us up. So if if you want to see us, we do it. Uh, I said every other Tuesday. Our next stream will be on the twenty third of January. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's important. You can be listening to this at any time. It could uh, be any of twenty twenty four. If that's the case, but you can check it out. We um are the creative team hangs out. We, ch- we try to get people from uh, the former cast in the future. When we have an actual cast, you can meet uh, the cast and the crew of Riverona, and we play uh, we play games. We hang out with the uh, the audience, and we sort of just have a good time. So yeah, it's a good time to good time to hang out with us. And that's all. Bye, guys. I do the ending. I'll see you next week. <laughs>《Will Magnus Return from Edom? Where did Jonathan go? Can Magnus's dad beat up your dad? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>